are back. It's episode number 57 at worldfamousyourgamesource.com. It is Yes, Elvis Lives. Gerald here, and it's another beautiful evening in paradise. And as Nick would say, I've got a full crew tonight. Uh, you did have said that, but I've got that on recording, sir. And that full clue, and that full crew, including me tonight, which is a plus. The, oh, there you go, there you go. The man himself—it's SOS Rage, uh, better known as Angry Nick. Say hi. <laughs> Say hi. Okay, I'll take that as a hi. Uh, we've got <laughs> Steph. Poo. How you doing, Steph? I'm good. And we got her beloved, Mr. Jeremiah, super pouring himself. He's going to check. He's checking in with us now. He might have to check out early, but he's checking in with us now. What's going on, Jeremiah? Hello, hello. How is Fire Emblem so far? Amazing. Oh, so good. Ah, you both have been dabbling in it. Good, good, good. Good, good, good. Uh, We've got Jamie, Degenerate08 here. What's up, man? Long time no here. Yes, well, you know. I told you I'd be back for you, so... Yes. So, here we, just, we go. We, dro- we surprise dropped you in at the last second there, so it's a big surprise indeed. And I've got another big surprise for everyone out there. It's the man, the myth, the legend. Yes, sir, as he would say. Just saying. It's the man, Corey. Hey, everybody. All right. It's Corey. It's me. It's Corey. <laughs> all right. We're all set for a great podcast tonight. And the first topic I actually want to get to is with Corey, um, because we're going to cover a detailed review of Dead Space 3. Um, it just came out today. Uh, it's the one that actually a lot of people have been pointing towards who has really the major kickoff uh, of the spring season, because from now here on out for a little while, we're going to see nothing but a list of great games coming out. So, Corey, uh, you were kind enough to uh, drop a review for the site on this. Take it away, my friend. Yes, sir. Yes. Um, basically, I've been playing. I got to play it a couple months ago. Like, he actually invited me to. Uh, to actually, me and Chris both got to go play it um, out in California, which is really cool. We got to try out like the uh, the the co-op part of it, as well as the uh, the single player part of it. But, uh, like, getting that as well as getting uh, through the demo that came out as well as getting it this morning, like, it's, me personally, I, I had, I was a little skeptical about it because, like, when I saw it at E3, I was thinking that it was mainly just, it was mainly going towards the action side of everything instead of going towards the horror side and staying in the horror side where they've always been. I kind of feared that they were getting a little bit too much influence from EA but uh, by the looks of it, it's it's still I've been screaming like a little girl all this morning. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, and so like it's it still has that horror side of it. You know, it still has the suspense stuff still jumping out at me all the time. And um, it's it's uh, it's definitely very good. Like in in comparison to like the last Dead Spaces, like Dead Space One, Dead Space Two, like graphically it's gotten a lot better. I feel like the storyline's gotten a little bit more focused on it as well and especially in comparison to the first one so like it's uh it's been very very enjoyable and this is all i've been doing all day long until i got on the call this morning or right now now did anybody have any questions for Corey on dead space 3 so far well i'll start off then (laughs) um 
the two questions I had, and I brought, brought it up with you earlier, were the microtransactions and the co-op. Um, mm-hmm. How do you think they were implemented? Were they implemented with good taste, or do you think that, like you said, EA, you know, had its fingerprints all over it? Um, one answer yes, one answer no. The uh, the first one will go with the co-op. Um, me personally, I love co-op games, and uh, once again, I, I was kind of like a little skeptical about them adding co-op to a Dead Space game that it would lose the horror side of it. But from everything that I've played in co-op, I haven't played the beginning. I've only played Little Girls. We're still having stuff jump out at us. You know, it's it still has that horror feel to it, but it has uh, the camaraderie of having somebody there with you. And I, and me personally, I've been really enjoying it and looking forward to this release today. So, but as far as the microtransactions, um, there's like I have to kind of bite my tongue because I'm in the wrong uh, in the wrong podcast for this. <laughs> but um, it's. Really, really bad. I'm very, very disgusted as far as um, as far as how much little stuff will come up as far as uh, on what you can purchase with it. Like you can purchase resources with it, which you can use to like build up your guns or like upgrade your armor and stuff like that. So basically, when you first jump into the game and go to the first bench, you can pretty much max out everything that you have as long as you pay for it in real life instead of actually playing through the game to to upgrade your stuff. So, in other words, it's going to speed up the process. Right, and then, like, it's going to get boring if somebody... Like, if you were to do that, it's going to get boring to the point that if, uh, you know, you already have overpowered weapons and your, your armor is all the way up, you don't take as much damage, you're not going to have as much fun as going through the game, gathering all your resources and everything like that. But I would say, like, the thing that, that hit me the most was the... Uh, like I, I mentioned it in my in my review of it was that there's these little scavenging bots that you put out to gather resources for you and everything, and uh, to one of the microtransactions is to actually purchase a voice for it. So it's 400 points, so it's five dollars. Five dollars gives you a voice that's already in the game because you can tell by how big the file is, only 108 kilobytes or yeah kilobytes. Yeah, and so it's it's already in the game all you're doing is activating it and it's five dollars just to activate that so for me just to to have that or if i wanted to carry more scavenger box or if i wanted to uh, speed up the process which you can't do in the game at all unless you like purchase it it's it's really hinders what they put into the game or if you pay more money it hinders how how good the game is for you you know what i mean but overall you enjoyed the game i enjoy the atmosphere of it i really think the look is great um especially for being on the tail end of the console generation um i thought the story had some issues uh i couldn't agree with you more though on your review i think you gave it a very strong score what was that final score again it's uh 8.5 sweet uh i think that was a very good score for it um Little issues like that aside, and the story issues aside, maybe a couple of fetch quests maybe didn't, you know, it got redundant a little bit. Do you think? Um, I haven't really found any redundancy in it yet because, uh, like, I haven't I haven't gone back to anywhere okay, except so you, like you one haven't room. you haven't done any backtracking really. Yeah, I haven't done any. Like, there's only like basically you meet back up in one room like halfway through the game, but that's really it. Like, you you pretty much go because hey, Corey. Yeah. 
Did you did you find that the the overall level structure was as constrictive as some of the other some of the other iterations of the game? Like it was like movement was real restricted by the limited visibility. Yeah, like I've I've read it to that to where like I would have uh, I'll be screaming like a little girl once again in a corner and like something would pop out but it would be behind my character so I couldn't see it. And then I'll just get, like, jumped by him. But that's, you know, me not moving back and forth, so. But, like, it is it is very constrictive. The the hallways are narrow. Um, but once again, it is a horror game, so. We're just going to have to set up a uh, uh, a drunken playthrough with uh, you and Chris again someday. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> so, you, so you both can scream like little girls together. Oh, I'm sure we will. <laughs> Um, I know the other major game that came out uh, this week. Well, actually, there was there's three, um, and I, I know Jamie, you're still working on Sly Cooper: Thieves in Time. Is that correct? I am still, yes. No problem. Um, and I, there's Fire Emblem Awakening for the 3DS, and uh, I normally I would ask Stephanie first, but um, she has indicated to me she cannot put it down, uh, which is always a good sign. So I will let Jeremiah take over on this one. Jeremiah, your thoughts on uh, Fire Emblem Awakening? I do want to tell everyone out there that an official review will be from Joel, um, but I, I have a feeling that his thoughts, from what I've already been, been getting from him, uh, are going to be quite similar to what Jeremiah has already. Jeremiah? Well, yeah, I can easily say, you know, speaking from all three of us, uh, that we – know highly highly recommended um and i've i've been having tons of fun with it i mean i that's funny uh when i first was told telling uh stephanie about the game um she'd never played any of the other ones before and uh you know i kept talking to her about it talking to her about it and finally when we went to go pick up my copy uh she picked up a copy as well and now you know she's been playing it non-stop you know further than i am um and we're, you know, telling about, you know, what we did and, you know, with our team, you know, what we're doing with, uh, you know, characters because they can actually, like, marry each other and, and later have kids. Um, so there's there's a lot of different decisions you can make throughout the game um, that can differ from someone else's. Just like in real life? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Steph, uh, what are your thoughts on it? I, I know you're pretty busy with it right now, but uh, tell me your thoughts on it. I was just kidding about uh, not being able to speak on it, of course. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I can I cannot play and hit my anti-mute button and talk at the same time. It'll work. Um, I'm really enjoying it. I never, like uh, Jeremiah said, I've never played any of the previous ones, so... I'm just playing it in normal, casual mode with no permadeath. Um, I have to imagine that it would be a very, uh, I don't know the word for it, it would be a very gut-wrenching game to play in permadeath mode, which um, if you've played the previous ones, a lot of people, I'm assuming, would probably go for that. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's a big strategy game. Um, like he said, there's tons of different combinations you can make. You can pair up different uh, classes, different um, characters, all kinds of things so that your outcome, the way you attack, the way that you position everything, it, it's a lot of thought and it's a very fun game and I definitely suggest that uh, anybody that 
enjoys uh, strategy games, go out and get it immediately. If you can find a copy, of course, found at Target. That's the only place that we've uh, found anywhere that has them. I know uh, GameStop this evening made an official announcement on both the uh, the game and the actual console, um, limited edition console, uh, 3DS, um, that it, they were ship in shipments now and that they should be arriving very soon. Um, just a major flub on their part. But then again, you know, that's GameStop for you. Um, well, there's well, also other places, too, from what I understand. Really? Like, I heard Best Buy yeah, also had some problems and... Uh, Amazon had some problems, I think. Like, I think they got some of their shipment, but not all of it. Was that the case, um, Corey, on Best Buy? All over. Corey, was that the case on Best Buy? Yeah, we didn't get any. So you didn't get any? Yeah, we didn't get any at all. Okay. Fair enough. When we, uh, when we went to Target, um, they had literally just gotten the box in, and they got one very small box of them. So it's like a very wide shortage. It's not just GameStop. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so it looks like it's a great game. Uh, if you are able to get your hands on it, please do so for all 3DS owners out there. And uh, if you can, the limited edition 3DS uh, Fire yeah. Emblem. I have to say one more thing. If you are desperate enough, you can also download it as well. Um, I was tempted to, but I kind of wanted the physical copy for this one. Sweet. I don't blame you a bit. But we will soon see Joel's uh, official review for it um, coming up here at yourgamesource.com. Corey's Dead Space 3 uh, review is already up, uh, both on his page and a reviews page at yourgamesource.com. So we appreciate it immensely. And Jamie's will be up very shortly as well on Sly Cooper Themes in Time. Um, And after the break, we'll get into our main topic on the round table of doom. Right after the break. The humanoid must not escape the round table of doom. All right, everyone, and we're back with the world famous round table of doom. Doom? Question mark? The sound of somebody was trying to make a really bad bow movement. <laughs> well, that would fit. That's kind of doom. <laughs> you obviously haven't heard the doom promo that I put on there. I should not have had the chimichangas. Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Too the much chimichangas time. of doom. Too much Can time. I just say I have missed you all very much? Ditto. Ditto. Yes. <laughs> Feeling the man love, Jamie. Feeling the man love. Hey, hey, don't take it there, dude, okay? <laughs> well, it is almost Valentine's Day. You know, you know I love you, Jamie. Well, it is almost Valentine's Day. You are right, Phil. <laughs> well, send them flowers. Holy place on that part. Send them flowers. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I do not want that doom. <laughs> Okay, last week, uh, actually on the last podcast as well, we talked about Sony's big announcement. Humongous amount announcement coming uh, this February 20th. Um, it's going to be held uh, and unveiled, whatever it is, in New York City. Um, pretty much everybody has a good idea that it most likely will be announced at the PlayStation floor. 
uh, will be available um, or will be made available to the public as far as uh, being unveiled. Um, everybody's on here today, and uh, hello. Yeah. Oh, I heard that the the, uh, the notifications kind of threw me off. Maybe it's me. We're sorry, the child you have dialed is not in service. <laughs> <laughs> Please try your call again later. I didn't hear anything that time. Are you sure you heard something? I could have sworn I did. Anyways. Um, Are you drinking your girl's apple juice again? No, they don't drink to apple juice. That is just bad, 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 bad. Is it really? Bad. Yeah. Yeah, there's too much citric acid in that stuff. Sugar. I told you this. I told you the story when I was uh, running in, uh, all of customer service for Hertz in the entire Las Vegas area. I had a customer who I had to comp because he had four flat tires. Uh, and so I talked to him, and he was really appreciative, and he got buddy buddy with me. And so after a half hour of talking, he said, "I'm a I'm a wealthy dentist in Chicago." And I, he said, "I'm a millionaire. You want to know how I made a millionaire?" I said, "How? Well, I'm a kid's dentist. Apple juice." No way. Yeah, take a look at the sugar content and, and apple juice, and there you go. Isn't it funny how we've gone from Sony's huge announcement to talking about apple juice? There you go. <laughs> well, it's, you know, what you guys need to know. The that's most, right. That's right. And that's why we hear it at yourgamesource.com. That's why we always love the podcasts that talk about them drinking for 20 minutes before they go into their podcast. Right. Anyways, need I digress? Uh, the best so, in gaming and nutrition. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's a big announcement is this February 20th and actually it does look more like it's going to be announcement of the PlayStation 4 so I've gathered everyone here again today to give their thoughts because this is such a big huge announcement that I thought hey I need as many voices as possible to let you know out there uh, exactly the inside scoop on what Sony's going to do wait so, Jamie Game yes. Source Protein Bar. We that was just bad, okay? Because I'm not even going to go where I could take that. <laughs> First, he talks about Valentine's Day. Then he talks about Philly Man Love. Now he wants to talk about a protein bar. <laughs> I think he needs a nap. Hey, any time of the year, you can go lift weights with protein bars, man. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, I'm just wrong with that. I'm just going running with the whole, you know, nutrition and. All right. So my first question is, why the change when Kaz Harai, the CEO of Sony, said him to himself, said himself that they were going to let Microsoft go first? Uh, Corey, I'll lead with you. Um, you know, in all honesty, like, I don't know why they would do that, but if they just like, for them to to say something like that, and then just turn around and do it the other way. Sony just does what they want. They always have. There's, they've never, like, really followed anything at all, to be honest. Jamie, why do you think that after mentioning in January that they were going to let Microsoft go first, why do you think the sudden change of heart? I honestly think they still might let Microsoft go first. There's not been anything concrete saying that, yes, on the 20th we are going to show you the – PlayStation 4. Now, don't get me wrong, they may hint at it, like, hey, this is what we have coming down the pike, this is what we have coming up at E3, you know, keep watching what we're going to do, 
but I honestly think that it's going to end up being more of a Nintendo Direct kind of thing. Like, hey, this is the future of the Vita, this is the future of this, and oh, right at the end, by the way, pretty soon you're going to see the PlayStation 4. Jeremiah? Yeah, I think what Jamie is saying is definitely a possibility. I mean, like, you know, at the end being like, yeah, we're going to show you the PS4 at E3. I think it's definitely going to be there, um, regardless of if they announce it on the 20th or not. Um, I, I think they they really have to. Uh, but as far as, you know, just my personal hope is that something about the Vita, please. You know, that was my hope. And, Nick, what are your thoughts on uh, what Kaz Harai, the Sony CEO, had said last month about letting Microsoft show its next-gen system off first? Well, I mean, one, I don't know why Sony's being a bunch of pansies all of a sudden. and I, I don't know. I mean, really, realistically, I, I don't know. Maybe they realize that, you know, the new Xbox uh, is going to be so competitive in nature that they feel – a need to get a head start because if it, if it ends up resulting in anything like the um, sales numbers from when the Xbox 360 came out, and correct me if I'm wrong, I know we were, um, I mean we were, I think we were working as contract for Sony at that time. Correct me if I'm wrong, Gerald, but um, sales at least at that point were were actually fairly competitive. If not, Xbox was probably highly in favor, just especially once the Kinect was introduced. So, um, I mean, I, I don't know really enough at this point to, I, I mean, I can, I can make a conjecture based on how the previous next-gen console was released and, you know, face it. I mean, Microsoft is a force to be reckoned with. Um, it's, it's not going to be shouldn't be any surprise to anybody that they probably have a beast that's being, like, caged right now, and Sony's probably going to wet themselves, so they figure they try to get a head start on things and, you know, try to get a boost on sales, which, you know, if for the sudden change of heart, I don't know, that that doesn't really put Sony in my my high hopes right now. So, I I mean, that's my opinion. I don't know. I mean... Obviously, the sudden change of heart um, is to draw attention to them and try to probably draw attention away from Microsoft, which, again, probably doesn't mean anything good for Sony. So, Steph, uh, I'm back to you on that question. Um, what do you think they suddenly decided to go first? Um, well, I think I said it before, uh, but I believe that if they are going to, in fact, be announcing the PS4 or Orbis, whatever they are calling it now, I believe that if they are announcing that, that the leaked specs we heard about uh, last month were probably legitimate and they have nothing left to hide. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, the next question I have, which was something I touched on uh, on my blog, on the, on the Yes, Elvis Live blog, um, this past weekend, which, Stephanie, you, you concurred with me on that. Um, this past weekend marked the Super Bowl, and it is the largest viewed um, program of the entire year in, in anywhere in the world. Uh, more eyes are on that that one game and, the, and that three-hour span than at any other point in time of the year. Uh, Sony chose to finally uh, put some money uh, where their mouth is and market a product in it 
but unfortunately, it was actually God of War's uh, Ascension, which is a great game coming out and needs uh, a lot of publicity, um, mind you. But they really had a good chance and opportunity to market uh, the upcoming announcement there as opposed to just leaking it out on a teaser trailer on the Internet. Um, Nick, why do you think they chose to do that instead of the teaser trailer? Over... That why do you think they showed the God of War Ascension video and and spending the money on that on the Super Bowl instead of maybe doing the teaser trailer, which might have because you know if it is the PlayStation Four, it's going to more affect Sony as a company than whatever God of War Ascension can do. Correct. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I, 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 if you're referring to a greater sense of excitement being, you know, sparked by you know, the next gen, the Orbit, Orbis, whatever their new freaking console is, Circle, I don't know. But, you know, whatever whatever stupid name they want to come up with it next. I mean, I, I mean, I, I yeah, I, for, for them to, for them to um, show a teaser trailer of a game, and even though God of War is obviously a very popular title um, for Sony, I think in hindsight, they probably would have been more beneficial, yeah, probably showing a you know some kind of teaser trailer, or even if they they were impartial and showed something suggesting the release of the new system, even if they they weren't going to you know again the Super Bowl you know doing the doing it during those commercials probably would have been a a, a, um, a very good marketing move, but uh, we all know that Sony doesn't thrive on uh, intellectual marketing moves. So um, they probably – that is exactly why, because someone obviously lacked the intellect in their, their marketing department, as they always have been, and uh, continue to do so, apparently. Um, so we see that they have really changed. Uh, but um, that that is really what I can draw a conclusion on as to why they probably didn't do that. Uh, yeah, God of War is not going to get them the sales that they want. Um, they probably should have – made an intellectual move and um yeah they, they should have just showed some something relating to the, the playstation 4 uh, the super bowl would have been a better time if any i mean you got more eyes glued to the television than than pretty much any other time of the year so yep fouled up again so you just stephanie stephanie do you also see it as a missed opportunity uh, yeah, I, I think it is. I think that um, obviously they probably had when they realized that they were going to be making the announcements. It would have been much harder for them to instead of announcing God of War because I mean the core um, God of War fans uh, already know that game is coming out. Um, most people that will be buying that game have probably heard about it through other means. There's been a lot of releases about it on the internet and everything. But I think if Sony really wanted to get a lot of hype about their uh, February 20th announcement. If they had put a spot about that in the Super Bowl, um, in their Super Bowl ad, they would have gotten a lot more attention than they're going to get, you know, and a lot more payback versus and for about a four ad, which is what they could have gotten for uh, a teaser trailer for the announcement. 
Fair enough, fair enough. Jeremiah, I know you need to head on out soon, so um, your thoughts quickly on uh, maybe seeing it as a, maybe a, something they should have done as far as the ad is concerned for the Super Bowl? Well, yeah, the way I see it, I mean, even if it wasn't, you know, PS4, what they're going to be announcing on the 20th, uh, you know, kind of what Steph was saying, like, I don't think they really needed to advertise God of War. I mean, it's like if Activision, you know, made a Super Bowl commercial for, you know, the next Call of Duty and be like, okay, you know, cool, I guess. But, I mean, it's just, you know, it's wasted uh, potential, you know, for something that could have been, you know, a big wild moment for, you know, a lot of people, you know, especially to just come out there and be like, oh, hey, look, you know, here's the PS4, and then, you know, everyone, like, freak out over it. Jamie, my question to you is now, the DualShock has been rumored to be going bye-bye in favor of a new touchscreen-based controller. Uh, Do you see that going away entirely, or do you see something, even if that's the case and it comes to fruition, the DualShock being implemented maybe as an an after-controller, similar to what the Wii U has done? I personally think that's what they should do, is what the Wii U did, where it implements their gamepad and also you can go backwards and use the Wii U controller because you're going to have the people that absolutely love the DualShock and don't like change, so they're going to want to be able to utilize that. I think it's going to be a really bad move if they don't do that. I also think that, um, honestly, I don't think they're going to – there's a lot of speculation going around that they're going to come up with a new controller. I honestly think this is their opportunity to maybe market the Vita as their new controller and maybe try and boost some of the sales in that aspect for the Vita. I just, I think that's what they're going to do because the Vita basically does that. Corey, do you think, do you agree with the same or? With Jimmy, as far as the way the technology is going, everything's going touch and a lot of, a real big focus on touch. Um, it'd be really interesting to see them actually start use it as a controller for your PS4. It'd be very interesting for sure. Ah, absolutely. Um, I see it. You know, obviously it would be a big bonus for sales for the Vita, which really need it. Um, if it's not the case and it doesn't turn out to be a big part of the PS4, uh, Nick, do you see the Vita dying? Oh, yeah. Dead as a doornail, matter of fact. <laughs> St- <laughs> Stephanie, do you see the same for the Vita? Uh, I know you are, in, uh, you and Jeremiah are own, proud owners of the Vita, uh, but do you still see, even if it's not fully implemented with the PS4 any more than it is now the PS3, do you see it being maybe something that uh, might they might let go? Yeah, proud's a bit of a stretch. Uh, sorry. Um, I... Uh... You know, I don't think that they'll let it die because I don't think that Sony guys are good at just letting things die. Kind of how they put out, oh, I don't know, five iterations of the PSP. They kind of hang on to things about it, obviously, since we have one. Um, which, and even so now, a lot of people don't realize you can link up your uh, PSP with your PS3 and things like that. I think they really need to get better at, you know, offering features like that, but also promoting that they exist. Yeah, I I absolutely couldn't agree with you more than that because, you know, I was at CES and there were several people there who just, you know, 
they held the Vita for the first time, and it really had had no clue what it was like before then. So, um, well, but I, but you know, I, I have to disagree that they don't let things die. I mean, this is the same company who, when we're out pushing their their garbage product, and um, these are the same people who don't even inform the retail locations that they're going to stop carrying their PSP units, um, and, and not like their iterations of PSP were even worth the freaking plastic that they were built out of. Um, they would probably make better firewood than they would for anything else. But, you know, it's like the PSP Go and the PSP. I mean, it was pitiful, you guys. It was pitiful. And the PS Vita, it's like, yeah, oh, it's cool. It's pretty. Oh, I can shoot invisible freaking monsters flying around. Oh, whoop-de-doo. Yeah, I got to go out and run in the store and buy that one. You know, I, it's just like, you know, give give me a break. You know, the PS Vita just it needs to die, and they need to focus on uh, something that's going to be a, a, you know, probably a lot more lucrative for them than to waste their time on a handheld console that that's really inevitably going to to just drop off like the PlayStation Portable and the PlayStation Go. It's just. I don't think, and we, I, I know we discussed this time and time and time and time and time again on previous podcasts, but the mobile market on handheld devices for specifically for gaming are declining. The, there's less need for them because mobile phones. Fair enough. Uh, Corey, my, my question to you is they, re, they recently purchased within the past uh, year the Gaikai Corporation. Um, possibly in the hopes of their next generation, including <laughs> summarize it. Um, G- Guy Kai, uh, <laughs> Guy Guy, Guy Guy, showing more of that man love. Yes, I understand that. <laughs> um, UFC. Yes. Now, quick question I have is: um, Do you think how well do you think Guy Kai will be implemented in the new next gen system? And in all honesty, I don't think it's going to go very well, especially if it's all focused on just online gaming. Because even though the technology is more going towards online, like online everything, as far as like we see like movies and music going digital, I don't see gaming going quite there yet. Um, just because of the, how much of the market still buys games on a disc in comparison to, to online games or digital games. Ooh, can I cut Corey off for a second? No. <laughs> Please. Fine. The only thing with that is I have already read a thing just today, I believe, or yesterday, about them getting ready to close GameStop stores. And not even that, you've got the rumors, which I think are highly coming to be likely, of the fact that everything is going to go where it's blocking you used content well that was uh, going to be my next did question I hear, did, did i hear the did i hear those wonderful words gamestop is closing they are closing the store i saw it they have like <laughs> they have like 40 of them within a square mile so it probably won't help you, you know but one of the questions that i had is do you think it will there will be a locking on it for a single game um like you had mentioned because that's been heavily rumored as well i think just because of the heavily rumors Part of it, it's a very big possibility. I just think because they made a rumor of it, they won't do it because they're Sony. <laughs> Fair enough, Nick. Uh, 
always with a good answer. Um, Stephanie, now one question I have is, um, do you think if it comes out, if it gets announced this, uh, in February and it comes out this year, do you think the PS3 will get a massive price drop before the end of the year because of it? Um, well, Sony is their console and probably not, uh, it would be very soon, basically, you know, in the time, like, right before PS4 is Okay. Um, do you think there's going to be, well, who said nope in the group? Oh, that was me. That would be me. <laughs> so is me too. So you guys don't think there's going to be a price drop even if the PS4 is announced? Oh, oh no. right away. No. Sony's too stuck up about their product. Do you, is there a reason still to get a PS3? Corey? Yeah, doorstop. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Well, it really depends on, on how the, the, the PS4 is going to do. Like, if it's going to take away the, uh, the backwards capability again, then... Yeah, there's going to be a reason to have the PS the PS3 still, but it all it all really depends on what they're going to do as far as what the the actual console can do. Fair enough. You never know; we might get a purple one. Four definitely won't be backwards compatible. They, I believe, they've confirmed that it's using a new chipset. Um, that it will not play PS3 games. So there, yeah, you would still have to have the PS3 just to play the games. Well, maybe Sony. they'll do that thing like they did last time and say, we'll patch it, we promise. Sony, if you didn't suck before, you suck even more now. I think that's going to be a way that they introduce the cloud as far as the concerns. You can That they will be able to be uh, downloaded uh, to the PS4 somehow via the cloud, if you pay for it, of course. So. Yeah, I think if anybody pays for this console, you're really going to need a psychological evaluation because... I don't see any benefit in... I mean, why, why would you buy a PS4 console if it's not backward compatible with the PS3? Uh, why would so many people buy a PS3 well, when it wasn't backward compatible with everything else? Fair but enough. The earlier, but the earlier ones were. Yeah, but... But if you didn't fall into but, that, people still bought the ones after. I think Stephanie uh, wants to say something, Steph. I mean, that backward compatibility is really a new thing with the last one or two console generations. Before that, most consoles, you didn't play, they didn't play the previous games. So, I mean, while it is very nice to have the backwards compatibility, I don't personally think that that's a deterrent for not buying a system. And I, I kind of agree um, in the case that I have a PS3 that I bought first day, 60 gig, and I really only utilized it twice as far as that's concerned. So That's making a generalization based on not based on all gamers because there there could be very well a large consensus that it, there that is a reason for buying it um there's plenty of people out there who enjoy playing the PlayStation 1 classics which now Sony has uh you know found a way to to swindle people out of more money by having to force them now um they they think they're slick but they're really not if somebody's listening to this from Sony just let you know you're you're not slick um but you know, they, they think they can screw people by um, forcing people digital download. You think all of a sudden they just said, "Oh, the chipsets are uh, they're too expensive. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to change it." 
No, somebody up in corporate probably said, well, we're losing too much money with backward compatibility. Let make people buy the games and re-download them. Yeah, you guys aren't smart. You know, so, I mean, for, 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 I'm sure for a pretty large consensus of the gaming community who do thrive on backward compatibility, I, I can imagine that could probably be a very big deterrent. Whether or not that'll actually, you know, impede them from having, you know, to, to, to buy that console, I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know, but I mean, I, I think that's a little bit of a broad generalization because, I, I mean, although it's not a huge big deal to me, it would be a big deal to me, I, I mean, for that reason, if that, for several reasons, mind you, which I'm not going to get into again, but if, if, but for any reason at all that I don't buy a PlayStation 4, it's, it's just because of what you said, that it's not backward compatible with, uh, with PS3 games. That would be a complete waste of money. Because uh, even though I don't have a real extensive library of PS3 games, I imagine for those who do, you know, I, I don't, I really don't think that would be worth it. But I, again, I, I'm not trying to say you're wrong. I'm just saying that that's, you know, that's just kind of my opinion on that. Right, but if you already have an extensive set of PS3 games, are chance uh, PS3 games chances are pretty damn high that you have a PS3, so you don't even need it to be backwards compatible. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, that's saying that, yeah, if, if you did have an extensive library, I mean, yeah, I would imagine you, you obviously would have a PlayStation 3, I mean, that's why you would have an extensive library, but, you know, for those that are either on the last leg or them wanting to maybe trade in their PS3 units, because I'm sure there's probably going to be a large influx of people trading in to upgrade to the PlayStation 4, um, you know, to be told if I brought my PS3 in, yeah, sorry, your your games aren't going to be backward compatible, well, go screw yourself then, I ain't going to upgrade then, I, I just... I don't know. I just think that's not a, a – I, that's just – to me, my interpretation of that is, is, you know, it's not enough that I just wasted all this money, you know, buying your move accessories that you just, you know, screw people out of because you have to purchase everything separately, and every one of your components are overly priced, and – you know, unfortunately, the games really just over the years, it's just not what they used to be. And I just think, you know, Sony in my eyes has really um, has really gone downhill. And um, I just think this is this is not a uh, this is not an intellectual move on their part to, to, to take away the backward compatibility, especially to the most recent generation. I mean, listen, if you were going to kill backward compatibility for PS1 and PS2 games, I mean, whatever, you know. If you got to re-download them again and, and make them digital, I, I guess if that's what you're going to do, that's what you're going to do. But to take away compatibility from PS3, that that's ignorant. That's what that is. That's, ig- that's uh, Chris trying to get on in here. Let's see if I can add him in there. There's Chris. A good dog matter. Oh, that's loud. There you go. But that's quieter. There we and. Go. And as a part of our last part of our ground table doom, we have Chris. Woo! Killer X Wolf. Oh, missed it. Doom. 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 <laughs> and the and the questions I have, um, actually for I'm gonna start off with Jamie this time. Jamie, uh seeing that you you know, after all we've talked about and and all Nick has talked about, uh <laughs> Do you Turn alter those Cheerios? Yes. Uh, 
Do you believe ultimately that announcing it so soon, February 20th, is a smart move? Yes and no. Elaborate, sir. Well, yes, because, of course, now you've got the jump. You're going into the part where you're going into E3, you're going into the hot part of the year, so they've got a jump. But no, because we don't. We have no idea what this is going to be. None. So it could be an epic fail. They oh, it will be. Come right out and just bam! Everybody goes. Really? That's what your big thing was? So I mean, we don't know. Honestly, I think, like I said before, they need to shy away from doing too much with the PlayStation 4. I think this is a really big opportunity for them to push what games they have coming to uh, to give the Vita a really big push because it needs the big push. And um, I don't know. It's, it's all going to depend on what they come with. I really feel like this is going to be them taking a page out of Nintendo's book and going, let's be like them. Let's do what they just did with their Nintendo Direct and announce all these big titles that we've got coming. Yeah, let's make some PlayStation crayons. There you go. Chris, uh, what are your thoughts? Do you think ultimately that uh, – I, I don't know if I asked you this on your on our weekend podcast with you and Sam, but do you ultimately think that the February 20th announcement is the right step for Sony at this point in time? Well, you didn't ask us if we, if we thought it was the right thing. You, you more asked us what uh, – you asked us about the content of it. Well, then I'm asking you now. Okay. Is it the <laughs> right it thing? Does it spell doom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, that will bring doom. Doom. Among <laughs> us, Sony. But I, I mean, I can't really say that it will. Um because I don't know what their message is, but I think that anything that they bring out is probably going to hurt them more than help them at this point. Either they've got to wait till later where they have a better audience instead of... Uh, I mean, I, I, I figure their audience right now is pretty big, but I think um, conventions or already a pre-assigned... Um, I guess a pre-assigned date would be a better time to announce anything big. Right now, it's just too early on in the year. Uh, none of the games have even come out for PlayStation 3. If they do anything else big, um, it's either gonna—it's probably gonna hurt them more than anything for the rest of the year. In my opinion. Can I just say one thing? As far hey, as okay, two. But okay. as far as the fact that we're talking about. Oh, you know, Sony's only hit this core people that know about what's going on. But the fact of the matter, do you realize how many times we've talked about it in just this podcast alone? It's garnering enough attention right here. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is all we've talked about. Yeah, and we did that on the weekend podcast, too, with Sam and Gerald. So obviously <laughs> it's got <laughs> it's got people thinking. It's just now they got to put up or shut up because they're going to look really dumb if they flop. Yeah, and they will. There's so many people that are are having faith in them. It's except for Nike. I don't know. If too many people have faith in it, then I they might just be let down. And Microsoft uh, will destroy you <laughs> unless they eat Cheerios. Like that was the like beautiful, most beautiful thing I've ever heard out of your mouth. Like, <laughs> Corey just shed a tear. <laughs> now, Corey. Um, my question to you is, if it's the PS4 that's announced, 
which, you know, Chris still says, you know, there are no next-gen systems in development. So. Yeah, well, what's that 720? That's all lies. No, I'm just kidding. I already I, gr- I already griefed him on that on the last podcast. But uh, You mean the PS3 going, circle? <laughs> the, uh, P- if, if it is the PS4 that's announced, will that doom the PS3 software that's coming out now, like God of War Ascension, The Last of Us, etc.? Um, I think it's going to go back to what we were just talking about. If everything's going to be not backwards compatible, why is somebody that's going to plan on buying the new console buy something that's going to be outdated in a few months to half a year, you know? Like, why would they purchase a game and then not be able to play it when they get the new console? You know, and it really it's, it's really going to be, depend on on that, really, I would say. is it's It's still basically what we talked about a while ago. Okay, fair enough. And Steph, I'll let you have the floor on this. Do you think uh, it's it would be the right, it's, if it's the PlayStation 4, do you think uh, the PS3 will be hurt at all or impacted at all in sales, or do you think that uh, the PS3 will still be able to, you know, have a good market share by the end of the year? Um, well, I don't think that it's going to help the PlayStation 3 sales at all. Um I'll personally still be buying the games that uh, are interesting to me because I don't care um, exactly if it's on the newest system or on an older system. I enjoy or I care more about a game that I'm going to enjoy and I'm going to have fun playing. Um, But a lot of people aren't like that. A lot of people do want, you know, I want the newest thing. I want what's, you know, cutting edge. That's what I want. Um, so, yeah, I think it could be detrimental to the PlayStation 3 sales and the game sales if they do announce uh, the PS4. But if they announce um, PS3 game titles like that, kind of how Nintendo did for the Wii U and their Nintendo Direct, um, I think people are going to be questioning, well, why didn't they announce the uh, PlayStation 4? Or are we going to be, you know, are these all going to be coming out right around the time of the PlayStation 4? Are they going to be on both? Are they only going to be on the PlayStation 3? Um, or if they announce titles for the Vita, I would be very excited because I do enjoy the Vita and I would like more games for it. So, I don't know. Now, the question I have for Nick, as the uh, as the messages keep flying around here, um, and this is going to be the, the one I'm going to send to everybody on the table, do you think whatever's announced on February 20th will be the key to them? And do you think it will lead have them, whatever it is that's going to be announced on February 20th, it's going to give them the edge and upper hand in 2013 in the console war over Nintendo and Microsoft? I pretty much know the answer from you. I knew that was the case. But. Um, I think really – what it's going to ultimately come down to are, are a couple things is, is one price point, um, not only for the new console and, and, and getting away from my, my angry self here for a second, stepping away from that, I think price point is going to be a significant thing, just like any other, any other new gen con- uh, console. And that's including Microsoft and Nintendo as well. But um, not only for the new one, but also the price point of which may or may not change for the PS3. Uh, personally, I think if there is a decline, a significant decline in price for the PlayStation 3, which Sony won't initially do because they're Sony, um, and uh, 
you know, I think if you see a significant drop in price of the PS3, sales will likely increase to the PS3, but probably not for the PlayStation 4. Um, so uh, I, I think what it also comes down to is the backward compatibility. Um, if, um, if it's not going to be backward compatible with PlayStation 3 games like we stated earlier, um, you could probably um, strap it to an M40 throw it down the stairs and watch it explode in a million pieces um, and probably be more entertained by that than actually playing it. Uh, so, you know, I don't know how much more Sony can really do to it. I, it's already freaking Blu-ray. I mean, what, I mean, what does it need to like talk to you? I, I mean, I, outside of the console itself being touchscreen, which I don't know how many people want to walk up and, and physically play with their console. I, I, I'm not, I'm not sure how interactive you, you really need the thing, but Outside of that, it's the same garbage rehashed, and and really, the only upper hand that Sony really had in in the long run was that, you know, they they supported Blu-ray, which does have some incredible quality differences than the Xbox, even as high def as you get. Um, however, I think if Microsoft was somehow able to obtain rights to be able to do Blu-ray, um, Sony would be destroyed. There would be no reason to buy a PS, uh, a PlayStation, other than some exclusive titles, which really aren't even worth purchasing a PlayStation Four. They could make a Blu-ray player in their next-gen system. That wouldn't be a problem. Uh, the technology of Blu-ray, I believe, is shared between several different companies. A mm-hmm. small part of which is Sony, if, from my understanding. Yeah. So I mean, if you know, if Microsoft is able to accomplish that in in their next system, Sony's really got a lot to worry about. In all seriousness, they have a lot to worry about. If they, if Microsoft comes out with Blu-ray, uh, you know, Sony, Sony's scared. That's just all there is to it. You know, they know they have a failing product, and they want to jump the gun because they don't know what's going to happen because they're probably going to get so blown out of the water, they're not going to know which way is up as soon as Microsoft releases theirs. So, of course, they have to try to get a jump start on it. And you know what? The freaking thing's probably going to be broken when it comes out. And and then they're going to go, oh, well, sorry, we'll have to send you parts for it later down the road. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Chris, uh, actually, I, I thought, thought that was going to be the last one um, as we're uh, as I'm reviewing all these General Mills questions down below. Um, I just wanted to touch on uh, actually something that came up while Nick was talking. Um, Chris. Yes. If... Uh, like I said, if it is a PlayStation 4 on February 20th, do you think that will be the main impetus in gaining the market share for the entire year over Microsoft and Nintendo? Or do you think other outside factors such as the Oh Yeah, which was just <laughs> announced with a $99 price tag coming to most major retailers, the Steam Box, Project Shield, Game stick or something else from maybe left field might come in and steal uh, quite a bit of the thunder from whatever it is they're going to be announcing on February 20th. I thought the Kool Aid Man was on the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, well, with all these other little, uh, I don't know, companies, these other, these other consoles that are coming out, they're making it easier to get games, but, um, from from my knowledge, it's not it's not anything new that people want. People keep wanting the newer Halo, the newer Call of Duty, the newer Zelda, whatever else you can get from 
these consoles, but with all these uh, Oyas or Ouyas or whatever the heck, and then everything else, they're trying to just bring older digital games back to life. Um, as long as they ain't bringing Madden and NFL <laughs> and NBA, do do whatever you want. Well, EA has the money to drop that kind of stuff, and it's not even costing them much to, to make a new one. It's costing them more just to distribute it than it is to make it, but... Um, that, that, that's definitely that's telling the quality of the games. Yeah. Well, Stephanie, uh, do you see these things like the uh, the Steam Box and the Oya or Ouya or Oya Oya? Oya. Are the games that name? Are the games? They were probably saying they got paid eight million dollars. They can do whatever they want with that name. They were probably saying they were probably tossing around names, and some dude in the back was probably going, "Oh yeah, that's a good one." There you go. They slapped their head and went, "Oy vey!" (laughs) But Stephanie, do you see any of those uh, systems becoming a factor now? The Oya is going to be relatively a great price point compared to what, say, the PlayStation Four most likely would come out as. Uh, do you see it putting a dent or other similar devices putting a dent in, in whatever Sony is going to be announcing? I think a lot of it depends on the price point that the new um, core consoles come out with um, because a uh, $99 price point is going to be very attractive to um, more casual gamers. Uh, a lot of gamers that are more casual and just want to kind of play the fun games aren't you know, hardcore about playing all the time. I think that a lot of them would rather put, you know, $100 into a system that they'll be able to get, you know, games for and enjoy um, instead of, you know, the hundreds of dollars that we all know a PlayStation 4 or the new 720 is going to cost. Um, but as far as hardcore gamers go, I don't think these consoles are going to the, – the new sideline – I don't know what to call them. I don't think they're really going to stand much of a chance against the, you know, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo. Mm-hmm. What about like Uno, Monopoly? What what happened to the old school games? Well, remember <laughs> those games on iPad. Well, yeah, and 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 also on Android. So those games, okay, good point. Those games would be implemented in a Project Shield in a Ouya that are going to be Android based, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct, Stephanie? What a stupid name. <laughs> Is that correct, Stephanie? Uh, I believe so. I, I mean, I haven't really looked into it so much. I've been trying to pay more attention to the console, so. Yeah, and Fire Emblem. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Stephanie, I wasn't saying strongly to get your attention. I was saying it strongly so I get away from Nick's attention on that. Yeah. So, like, you know, when, what kind of, can I get a job that I can sit in the back of the room and go, oh yeah, oh yeah, we'll go with that. I mean. And make a million dollars? It's like, I mean, can you guys get off, like, the crack pipe and, and really, I mean, come on, guys, really? I mean... Maybe they just spelt it wrong and somebody was trying to say, booyah! <laughs> <laughs> now, Corey, uh, since you're on the front lines there as far as what you're going to be receiving pretty soon as far as maybe a relatively low-priced uh, Steam box, uh, maybe a game stick, uh, maybe... Um, what a project shield, but also as well in Ouya, do you see them putting in a dent on whatever Sony's gonna be announcing on February twentieth? Um, not really. It might have like a little bit for more of the like the value type gamers and everything, but as far as like, you know, your core gamers there, I think they're gonna really stick with more of the uh more of the core consoles. 
rather than going with the uh, like the the boxes or anything like that. Fair enough. And I will make the last question uh, as far as a just a short answer question. Um, and I will start with uh, let's start with Jamie. Jamie, in a short answer, do you uh, which company will be the top? Seeing what, knowing what you know as of right now, which is always subject to change, you can always change your mind later on. You know, once Microsoft maybe announces something or something uh, like that. As of right now, what's who will be on top uh, as far as from all those console makers I mentioned earlier? Out of everybody, so you're saying the foreseeable future when the dust settles, who's going to be standing? Yes, at 2013. You know, you can't predict without going on 2014, 2015, like the Wii catching on or Connect catching on. Uh, this year, by the end of this year, which include the holiday season, uh, which of the manufacturers, Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, St- uh, Steam, um, OUYA, um, GameStick, whoever, who do you see prevailing as 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 the the major player um, by the end of this year? I'm gonna have to say, just by what we know now, depending on what they do, I'm gonna have to lean towards Microsoft. I feel even, like they're gonna have you, something even, strong this year. Even though you don't know anything as of right now. I think that's a plus for them. I think we know too much about everything else. Maybe there's a reason we don't know anything right now. I could not even know any – I could not even, like, not know anything about Microsoft and would still go with them over Sony. And well, some that- would say that you don't. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so, Nick, that's your answer, Microsoft as well? Yes, absolutely. Fair enough. So we got two Microsofts. Stephanie? Your answer? Um, uh, I guess probably Microsoft. I mean, it, I think a lot of it depends on if they can get, if Nintendo can get people out and buying games. Um, if they can spur that, I think Nintendo has a good chance. Um, otherwise, Microsoft. Mr. Corey. CNC. Um, I believe this question doesn't need to be answered. We all know what I'm going to say. We <laughs> can say it anyways, because maybe the audience that somebody, we may have a new person coming that, on, downloading it. Or and if, if, kind of say, if I had to guess, does it start with a, does it start with an M? Uh, you, you could say that. Um, it, it Nintendo. Does. <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> and, it, and it has its own theme song. <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> No, it, it is Microsoft. I do believe that. You guys see that at Lumi Room? That Lumi Room looks sick. I'm going to be uh, turning off all my lights for that. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I, did, I did get to read up on that, and if it does come to fruition, uh, it 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 looks looks very good, and I'm sure I, I will hopefully get a demonstration of that at E3 as well. Your Xbox is also a nightlight. Yes. Yeah, well, I'm not going to have it on while I'm sleeping. This is stupid. I'm just, you know, it's going to be turned off. I this shit's power. silly. <laughs> Chris, uh, your thoughts? Well, considering my my favorite game in the world is uh, Gears of War, and I am very biased towards Microsoft. It's going to uh, be Sony. I, 
So it's going to be, oh, yeah, right? I I actually want to state that who will be the most profitable, as in make the best margin of their selves? No, when it comes... I was, Come say who you know when you're talking in December and everybody's shopping and everybody's talking about a yeah. console. Who you know there's there's probably going to be one that that sticks its head about above the rest as far as the one hot piece uh, of uh, equipment, <laughs> hot piece, of, hot <laughs> console. Please finish that sentence. Hot console this Christmas. Which would it be? My apologies, Steph. Go ahead, Chris. Well, um, all right. Uh, I, I guess to keep the answer short, I, I think that with all the rumors that were going around them, all the things that are going to be known, um, hopefully known, Microsoft is going to come out on top. Being, shut up. I mean, it's going to be, uh. The number one uh, most heard, most talked about console out there. You know, it has to be left up to the old man to throw a curveball on all of you. So as much as I say it looks really oh, I know what he's going to say. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> TurboGrafx-16. There you go. Um, as much That's as... your boy. Yeah, there you go. Booyah! Uh, no, Sega Saturn. Um, <laughs> gonna make his comeback. Neo Geo. <laughs> but anyways, um, there you go. Amiga, uh, the Amiga. Um, as much as I, I want to say uh, Microsoft, as much as you know, if I was a betting man, it looks like um, it's going to be Microsoft, and uh, the odds are mostly in favor of Microsoft. He said Microsoft like three times. <laughs> I'm going to say Sony. Um, I really think Sony, when whatever they debut, is really going to be a, a monster uh, as far as the, the console is concerned. I think it's really going to be superior in, of an engine, again, to, to any of the three major consoles. And I just think at this point in time that, that uh, whatever Sony's going to put out, I think it's really going to be a, a great console. And I think, actually, they may get their act straight and finally come through on an advertising campaign that clicks with the public. I mean, they can't. you can only go wrong so many times. And uh, I really think that uh, they're going to be out on top this time. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. And I'm not going to be surprised at all if Microsoft is actually the one ahead of Sony because, you know, Sony doesn't, as Nick has stated quite vociferously, uh, they have uh, a track record, um, Sony has, of failure. And obviously with the Vita, that's been the case, unfortunately, because uh, it's such a great product and, and so underwhelming at the uh, when it's come to uh, performance at the uh, at the retail end. But uh, I just think uh, when it comes right down to it, Sony. Um, I, I don't know why, but I just get a gut feeling that Sony might be able to push it, at least in the short term. Long term, we'll have to say, wait and see. Uh, uh, but, yes, we'll, I'm sure I'll be reminded by all of you, by each and every one of you. Silly, silly man. That, I can remind you right now. You said ad campaign. Let's not look at the ad campaign for PlayStation All-Stars. <laughs> <laughs> they just, uh, unfortunately, uh, yeah, one one and done for Superbot as they told them to hit the road. So that was quite discouraging. You you 
create this company to help develop this game. The game doesn't quite come out the way you wanted to, and you kick them to the curb before you make anything else. And of all games, to include the Vita, I mean, it's like, guys, come on, common sense. Well, uh, that's going to do it for this edition of the Roundtable of Doom. Doom. <laughs> You're lucky because I got more in me, too. Well, like what, Nick? Go ahead. You can finish it off. You know what well, I was waiting for and Nick didn't even do it? Chris has said Doom like three times, and I never heard the, ha, 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 you do that great every time. No, that's Corey. No, that's you. That's you. You laugh every single time and say he does that great every time. Oh, is it? I I, be, yeah. I always laugh when Corey does the whole. You, you failed know. us. <laughs> it's Chris. <laughs> Nick, you're getting Chris and Corey mixed up again. No one gets me mixed up. <laughs> so you shall pay for your insolence. So I'll let you end. Uh, so you want? So you won't? Well. Tell you what, why don't you write in in the blog on your blog page? Booyah! Oh, oh, I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write like nobody's business. Fair I think enough. he needs to be on a CNC podcast for what he's gonna say. <laughs> right? That's up, to, that's up to you guys. I would love to see Corey and Chris. Uh, actually, you can't handle the CNC mother podcast. <laughs> It's been it's been uh, widely requested, so I'm I'm hopeful that you guys will be able to do that again. Uh, plus, plus also as well the the uh, the drunken uh, playthrough um, as far as uh, might have been suggested uh, for Dead Space Three since uh, Corey. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be hilarious, man. Ah, uh, the oh, All of a sudden, you you like hear Corey. <laughs> And then you hear Chris. Was well, Stephanie the only one on this podcast? <laughs> oh, shoot. Yes, she is. But, okay. uh, well, Stephanie, I should say it's, uh, it was great having you on the podcast. I guess you guys, too. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just it's kidding. It's always great having me on here. Your time is coming, old man. <laughs> it, yeah, and as you say, you, you get me when I least expect it. Welcome uh, to your doom. Well, I just wanted to say uh, on behalf of all of us, we do thank you uh, for tuning in to Your Game Source. We had our highest month of January as far as traffic is concerned. We tripled our number of our YouTube uh, subscribers. Um, our numbers of uh, app installs uh, increased tremendously, and, and we really appreciate you checking on in with us at YourGameSource.com. Um, really appreciate it. I really want you to check out the stories that, that each and every individual here has and check out their pages. Um, so on behalf of, of me, uh, Yes, Elvis Lives. You can catch my blog at the Yes, Elvis Lives blog of infamy. Um, oh, don't forget, to mo uh, you have the choice. If you've got a mobile uh, phone or an iPad or a tablet, uh, please check out yourgamesource.com, and you can either – It'll ask you if you want to just go to the regular site or download uh, and install the mobile app, which is a great app uh, that has all the latest and greatest from us, including our blogs, reviews, uh, news, latest news, and updates, and videos as well. Um, so that's it for me. Yes, Elvis lives. Uh, Stephanie, uh, what page is yours? 
All right, that's Steph Fu. Alrighty, so for Stephanie, uh, say goodnight to everyone. Appreciate having you on the podcast, Mr. GA77ER, Mr. Corey. Good night, everybody. And uh, I hopefully this will also lead to better things in the future, more more uh, stuff coming down the works as well on your page or in uh, the form of some audio podcasting. Well, definitely we're going to – I talked to Chris, sweet talk him a little bit, get him into uh, – hey, Chris, how's it going? Send them, send them <laughs> like uh, Nick was talking about earlier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that Cheerios. Some protein bars. Oh, yeah, protein, protein bars and Cheerios. Major mm. game source protein bar. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have uh, Nick. Uh, be sure to follow him at uh, the SOS Rage page, better known as the Angry Nick Rant. Yeah, that's kind of catchy, the Rage page. There you go, the SOS. Oh, the Rage page. Yeah, look out because, uh, yeah, I got a nice article for you, Sony. Yeah. <laughs> And then also as well, you've been doing some. Uh, you talked about doing some audio rants in the future as well. Again, like you did before, correct? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> He's on fire. <laughs> um, we also have Degenerate 08. Jamie, what's coming up for your blog, which is aptly named in insert here? <laughs> insert here. Which I love I it, Jamie. I love it. I just need to remind everybody <laughs> that I did not name that page. I said that on a podcast to get, have anyone give me a name for my page or a catchphrase, but no one wanted to do it, so I was stuck with that. But we'll go with it. Nick's got his protein bars. I guess I have my page. So what do you got so, put up for you? <laughs> well, there's some Sly Cooper coming down the pike, and I'm sure I'll have a few other things going on, so... Well, also, we wanted to talk to you. Uh, you've asked you. I spoke to you earlier today because um, there's some things that projects that we're working on and places we're going. Is that correct? Outside of, of course, E3. That is correct. We did talk about that earlier. Did you want me to, to unveil some of that? I'm pretty oh, sure yeah, everybody yeah. here already knows. Absolutely. Well, you know, as everyone has already probably seen, we are looking at AnimegaCon. Um, That's coming in June, correct? That is correct. Yeah. I believe the 15th, 16th, and 17th? Are we 14th, going, Jamie? 15th. I'm sorry. Steph was talking, sir. That was rude. What did you say, Steph? It's uh, 14th through 16th. Ah, thank you. See, I knew she would know. Are we going? I don't know. Are we? That's going to be at... Uh, it sounds like a Game Source field trip to me. A <laughs> <laughs> Game Source field trip. And that, that is, that's uh, located at the uh, the what was formerly known as the Las Vegas Hilton, now just known as the LVH. You can uh, find more information on Facebook at their AnimegaCon Facebook page. Um, and hopefully uh, we can get some arrangements maybe with the uh, with the founder and, and or the... Uh, Organizers and maybe uh, get a little bit of info beforehand for people listening out there. So sounds about right. We're working on a uh, podcast with him before time. So yes, Steph. Uh, last year it was at LVH. This year it's going to be at the Riviera. That ah, is correct. This is going to be at the Riviera. I was incorrect. That's right. Um, All right. So hey, I, time no for everything. I was, 
I was just remember at? walking down the halls of the LVH, so I apologize. Uh, so hopefully we can, you know, be able to cover that extensively this year. Um, I know one of our correspondents, uh, Leilani, um, also known as Shirushi, uh, on uh, our you know, yourgamesource.com, uh, she will be covering extensively the Level Up Expo uh, that's going to be uh, taking place in a couple weeks here in Henderson. And for more on that, you can actually go to Level Up Expo. That's uh, L V L upexpo.com for more information. Uh, that's going to be a great show as far as based on video gaming there as well. Uh, she's going to be getting all the highlights and, and uh, news and information for us there. Um, so also we have Killer Rex Wolf. He's come back and come back strong for us. Chris, what do you have down the pike for us? Um, <clears throat> well, there's uh, I believe there's like a left turn somewhere down the pike over there. Oh, sorry, wrong one. Um, my, uh, my itinerary doesn't, uh, doesn't go by a schedule. It goes day by day. So you'll get the surprises from me. Um, hopefully we'll bring out some more, uh, CNCs. Um, there will be some, uh, video game reviews that will be coming out with, uh, this hot lineup for the early spring. And hopefully by E. Well, this will be after E3, but hopefully um, uh, uh, Las Vegas's very famous uh, 2013 Evo tournament will be uh, covered as well by myself. Yes, it just added Smash Brothers. I exactly, covered, Smash I Brothers Melee. Last, I covered it right. last year, and I'm hoping uh, that we can do the same in kind this year. And that was so that was great fun for me as well. So. Oh yeah, so that one's gonna be nice, and that's a uh, like middle of July in case people are wondering when that's going to be. If you want to take a look online, uh, I know that plenty of places are talking about it, and we'll give some information about the tournaments that are going to be going on, because there are a couple new games, or a couple new fighters that are going to be on uh, this year's EVO. Um, some updates on site development. Um, I have been recently informed by our developer that uh, production is coming along um, there are a few uh, loose ends we need to tie up, so you uh, should hopefully expect to be seeing a new site layout soon. Uh, we have received several requests, correct me if I'm wrong, Gerald, uh, regarding the forum on the website. Oh, that's correct. It seems to be a much-needed, uh, much-wanted uh, component. Uh, so we are happy to inform you we are incorporating that into our new site design so that will be available for everybody to utilize. Uh, so as soon as I know a little bit more, I will uh, either post that on my blog or I will uh, uh, notify you guys on Facebook on our page or uh, let your older Jamie know. So hang tight, guys. Uh, we're hoping to have that finished up soon. Fair enough. Um, and like, so like I said, we've got a lot of great things coming down the pike, got a lot of great games uh, coming out as well that we'll be able to cover. Um, it's been a great pleasure having everyone on this evening. Wait, uh, oh. I'd like to play host for two seconds. Okay. Gerald, what do you have coming down the pike for everybody? You know me, if, I, if I'm not recovering a game like, uh, for instance, Aliens Colonial Marines, because I know that has not been assigned as of yet, uh, I'll be taking care of that. Plus, you know, as soon as something comes up in the video gaming world, um, I blog about it on my Yes Elvis List blog of infamy. 
Um, I'm also seeing if I can get some footage uh, together for um, some maybe quick thoughts and quick reviews on uh, some of the upcoming games that we have uh, reviewed, even some ones that came out just like Dead Space 3. Hopefully I can throw that up together on our uh, yourgamesource.com, the entire word in length, yourgamesource.com YouTube page. So, and maybe I'll have a bowl of Cheerios. That may be in my future. Oh, don't forget the sugar. Honey nut. <laughs> don't forget on the Cheerios. Are, are there still chocolate frosted ones? Yes, there are. There you go. At Walmart. I don't know, really. I'm on my way right now. <laughs> so, booyah. I, booyah. On that note, good night, everyone. All right. <laughs> so, for, so for Corey, Steph, uh, Nick, Jamie and Chris. Good night. This is Gerald. Uh, have a great evening, everyone. Have a great day. And well, wherever you're listening, we appreciate it. And uh, catch you next time on the Your Game Source podcast. Have a good one. <laughs>